Hello, I'm Emily Dean. And I'm Kim Hyland. And we're your hosts for You're Not That Special. Where we share conversations about the wonder and joy of our everyday lives. And we're so glad you're here. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Em. Today, we are broaching a new topic, um, a new series. We are talking about homeschooling. It's funny because we just kind of got in the rhythm of summer, mm-hmm. but this is when this people is when start thinking about, thinking yeah, about oh, okay, what am I doing in two months? So, yeah, yeah. no, that's it's an exciting topic. I, I personally feel very excited about it. I love homeschooling. I'm still very new at it. It's, mm-hmm. But we, so we were just talking about how before we press record, this has come up so many times. Right. So many people Lots have said, of people are yeah, to know. yeah, can you talk about homeschooling? And I'm just making a wild guess that it's not because they think we're the experts on homeschooling. No. I I bet it's for more, you know, nuanced reasons than that. Yeah, Um, I think there's been, I mean, it's been building, growing for years, you know, um, but especially in the last few years when everything shut down, um, everybody was homeschooling, right? Right. And then uh, a lot of concerns coming up about what's going on in schools. And and I think just it really, just the last few years has made it, put it on the table. It's a a conversation that many, many people would have never, you know, even considered. And um, we've got a little bit of experience. You were homeschooled all the way Mm -hmm. through. Yep. You never went to school, never rode a yellow bus, and never had a locker. You're not in therapy for it. Nope. At least not for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we homeschooled for many years, and now you're homeschooling. Yeah. So you can go at it both as a, a homeschoolie you know. and a homeschooler. Right. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'm excited that a lot of people are interested in it. Yeah. And I think that uh, the The beauty and the hardship of homeschooling is that there's so much freedom. Mm -hmm. I think that's normally the thing that um, attracts people. It's like, okay, I can do, I can do whatever I want. You know, I can, I can teach them what I think they need to know. And Mm -hmm. that's, that varies wildly from family to family. And Mm -hmm depends a lot on that family's values. And I mean, obviously we're coming from the perspective of you are a Christian and you're raising your child with um, uh, strong uh, uh, moral Christian values. And that's going to wildly influence the way that you teach your children about the world. Um, But even within that, I mean, there are so many different like types of homeschooler, you know, like the... Um, the unschoolers and the more like classical and uh, Waldorf. I mean, it kind of just goes on and on and on and on, <laughs> like yeah. all the yeah. different ways, which I think is exactly like kind of the crux of the conversation for a lot of people is what do I do Yeah, out of all these wonderful and 
extremely varied choices for the ways that I could raise my children in my home. And that's just, I think that that last part, the way I could raise my children in my home, we're we're very conditioned to think of schooling as this is how you do the thing, right? This Mm -hmm. is how you school because of formal schooling, you know, that's been the norm Mm -hmm. over the last, gosh, how many 40 years probably mm-hmm. as homeschooling has gained. I mean, when when we started homeschooling, it was in the early 90s and it was still kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, got lots of raised eyebrows and, um, but then it became, it's just keep, kept growing. And so now it's not so weird. Everybody knows somebody who's homeschooled. Yeah. Um, but that idea, the, the flexibility, the freedom, I think has, the reason there is so much flexibility and freedom is because people are understanding more and more that this is has everything to do with our family culture. Yeah. And families are different. And in the yeah. past, I think there was a, you know, very much like, okay, yeah, our family's different, but our schooling has to look, there's a, a single right way to do it. Right. And um, And that was kind of when I was doing it, I, I felt that burden a lot. Like when your brothers had been in school, you know, kindergarten and mm-hmm. first and second grade, I guess. And, you know, my idea of homeschooling was setting up like a classroom at home and this is how we're going to do it. And some people do it that way. Right. I didn't find that was very, that didn't fit in too well with yeah. the reality of home life. And so part of the the joy and freedom for me was figuring out what does fit in with how what we value in our home, the strengths. Obviously, there are basic things that we're going to learn, but there's so many ways to go about them. Yeah. There's also, I mean, you we make our, our best plans, and then we see like what happens when we try to implement those plans, and we need yeah. to take cues from our, our reality. And I think it's really easy, especially if you're kind of more a an idealist or type A um, to personality type to think I will alter our reality (laughs) by doing it this way. Mm -hmm. And what I've found is that when I have a really, really strong plan in mind and it doesn't, it doesn't work Normally, the informants are my children, and they're showing me um, through their attitudes or, um, you know, their reluctance, like whether or not this actually works for our family. And I think it's really, really important in homeschooling to just have humility and to not to like not tell people what you're doing. I think it's really good to like share with other people. Yeah, we're trying this and it's great and I love it, but just don't like, don't put all your faith in that. You know, it's yeah. really easy to like find a method and very quickly make like the means becomes the end, mm-hmm. you know, for mm-hmm. um, anybody, but especially for homeschoolers. Like I right, found the way, a, right. sunlight is the only way, it is yeah. the Bible and the gospel, and and we do not depart, you know, from right. this way. And it's understandable why you would do that. One, you've invested money. Right. Um, and time. And, and time, research. right. But also, it's your children, and right. you love them deeply. And in our culture, children exist— to be educated. That's their primary role. 
Um, and I think that, you know, talk about pressure. You're taking that on now. Yeah. Um, which, in my opinion, the process of taking that on challenges that idea that children exist just to be educated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think, again, when you're talking about the means becoming the end, you know, the means education can become the end. Yeah. The children are the end. The raising the children and educating them, yes, but educating them for the purpose of enriching their life, disciplining them, teaching them, and helping them to discover what God put them here for. Right. And ultimately, that is such an encouraging um, framework because then if I'm, I'm just thinking about a very normal scene in our household, like someone is upset or frustrated that they don't understand a concept or is annoyed at their sibling or whatever. And whatever the conflict is that's happening is taking away from the thing that I am trying to teach that particular child. If my end in, if my ultimate end in that moment is just that they learn this thing, I can make them, you know, quotations, Mm -hmm. learn the thing, Mm -hmm. but will there be peace in our home? Will they, you know, learn the true value of humility and patience, you know, that I really want to be sharing with them? Probably not. Where that conflict presents in itself an opportunity to teach that child about patience, to teach that child about forgiveness. And now all of a sudden I'm like, oh gosh, like we're off. We're not doing the lesson, but what are we doing? We're raising prayerfully virtuous human beings. That's what we're after. Like something you said back when, um, I know uh, we shared about this in one of the podcasts, but I can't remember which one. Um, When I had that car accident with Beatrix and her like door was taken off where just a couple weeks prior um, or like a week prior, um, a car crashed onto our front porch. And I just had this whole time where I was like, my my children are so vulnerable. I am so vulnerable. We are so vulnerable in this world. Um, and I was talking to you about just that fear and that mm-hmm. extreme, like the intensity of motherhood. Like how how can I leave my home, you know, and mm-hmm. just feel um, okay? And you were like, you know, we get distracted in thinking that our job is to raise happy, healthy um, human beings. And that's not actually the job. The job is to prepare their souls for eternity. And I was like, that's a totally different Mm -hmm. way of looking at parenthood. But that way of looking at it um, allows for the conflict because that's a perfect opportunity for me to prepare their, you know, prepare their soul. Not to make it sound too, I know some people could hear that and be like, great, okay, I thought I was just supposed to get them food. I got them Chick-fil-A and now I have to prepare their souls. I mean, we're not (laughs) trying to overburden Anyone, it, I think it's actually a lighter burden, really. It is a lighter burden because, because now it fits it's not, with your reality. You're not trying to... She's a star soccer player and a straight-A student, yeah. and her pigtails are always really straight. I mean, that's great <laughs> if they are, but the reality is she could have stuff on her face and not be involved in any sports and be behind the reading grade and still be learning patience. Yeah. And, I mean, the things that matter for her soul. Which yeah, are like, absolutely. Yeah. Which like, for me is really important to remember because otherwise it is a massive amount of pressure. Like, yes, you know, yeah. do they have well, enough art? Are they, you know, 
doing the right math curriculum, you know. Right. Other kids their age are doing blah, 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 you know. And that's the beauty, though, of homeschooling is it's not about, I mean, obviously there's developmental milestones and you keep those in mind, but that's not driving the bus, right? Yeah. It's God has given me these children and I have, if I, if you are a person who can do this thing, you yeah. know, you, you have the... You know, you can be with them, and you can homeschool them, and you can be a part of it. It's just, it's such a rich um, opportunity. I mean, first of all, just all the time yeah. that you're going to spend together. Um, maybe we could. I, mean, I know we're going to talk more about this, but you know, maybe we could just list a few things or talk about a few things that you know, from your experience, both as someone who was homeschooled and homeschooling, um, how has it enriched your life? Maybe first as a student and then now as a mom. As a student, I remember, and this is probably like towards the later, you know, end of homeschooling, but I remember you kind of adopting more of a like, um, uh, I don't know, like a curated mindset about each one of us. And I remember you asking, like, what are you interested in? Mm -hmm. And then saying to me, okay, we're going to help that be reflected in the things that you study, study. and yeah. spend your time on. And then I remember really vividly um, you setting out all these books in front of me, and they were history books. And you were like, which ones do you think are interesting? And I was like, what? And they all obviously were within what you wanted me to learn. Like right. they all kind of, I think they were all in the same like basic timeline of history, uh -huh. but you had all these different choices. Right. And I felt like a, that you cared about what I find interesting and B like, I now took this kind of ownership of, you know, what I was going to learn. Like, I want to learn this. I want to learn about that person, that book, the back of this book sounds interesting to me. And um, I think, I think what I took as, um, you know, as a student was just that you can learn anything, like whatever you want to learn, you can go learn it. And just this kind of like wild confidence, like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I'm a gardener now. Why? Because I just put some seeds in the ground. Like I'm figuring it out, you know, and right. now I can, and we have, I mean, we have the internet, like I can learn literally anything I want to know right. about tomatoes. So why not? You know, like mm -hmm. that, it just, I think that's, you see that in a lot of homeschoolers, this kind of just like wild, like no inhibitions. They're just like, I'm just going to, I don't know, I'll just try it. I'll just figure it out. Yeah. Or they get interested in, you know, this one subject and then all of a sudden they've just devoured, yeah. you know, 30 books about it. And you're like, oh, you know about that now? And they're like, yeah, I just started studying. I just looked into it. A lot of people don't even know how to do that. Right. You know? Yeah. Which if you look at the way that a school is set up makes sense because if you're cramming for a test, even if you do find something like particularly interesting, there's not that margin yeah. to just like go with it and right. just look into it. You've right. got to get the right answers for this test. And so not the, that and, testing is all bad, but yeah. when you have a larger group, you have to kind of find a way to regulate. Like that's just yeah. the reality of having a lot of people. So So the individualization of it is kind I mean, of lost. Yeah. 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 But in homeschooling, yeah, we had the freedom to do that. Right. And as you guys got older, I knew you really well. 
Yeah. I knew where your strengths were. And, you know, especially as getting into, you know, we had explored all of that. And so getting into high school, then as you're honing in on, I, I really love this and I want to do this. You know, we, we had a lot of flexibility to pursue yeah. and to kind of arrange your learning around that. Right. Yeah. And as, as a homeschooler now, I think, um, I've, talked about before the teaching from rest book by Sarah McKenzie. And I we hear should so link that. Yeah, we should. I hear so many people say they read it every year yeah. for their homeschooling right before. I it's, read it as a teacher in a school. Yeah. yeah it's, it's so short. It's wonderful. Yeah. But it's so good. And it's kind of a philosophy of, right. Of learning. Right. And the way that she um, kind of bolsters the individual to um, play to their strengths I think is just incredible because she, and she also kind of like narrates for you this freedom that is amazing, but not overwhelming. She's like, what do you, what do you value? What do you love? What, when this is all done. And she actually says this a lot. She's also the host of the Reload Revival um, uh, group and community and podcast. And she says this a lot. Um, in her, she does like prompts and she'll say, um, at the end of this month, um, finish this sentence for me. I am so glad we made time for blank this Mm, month. And it is so good and reorienting for me, but she did something like that at the beginning of like the year for homeschoolers. And it was like kind of that same thing, but, um, that and that being a philosophy for your homeschooling, I am so glad. I mean, because you're as a homeschooler, you are if you name all the roles, it gets ridiculous. You're the cook, you're the <laughs> nanny, you're the launder, you're the right. I mean, you're doing real life. And yeah. that's kind of I think people see that as the complication of homeschooling, but I think that's the gift of it. Mm-hmm. It's like your children get to now we gotta pause because we've got to do laundry, or now mm-hmm. we've got to, you know get ready for lunch and all of that can be their education. I yeah. mean, the truth is all of it is. Yeah. And if they yeah. were in a schoolroom setting, they aren't getting that in the same way. Um, no, because you've got their, they're divided and you've got, right. this is, this is home life. This is education. Right. And so that integration brings a wholeness. That's really beautiful. Which is important for the mother, for me personally to, um, to digest. Mm-hmm. Like this is integrated because right. it's really easy for me as an idealistic homeschooler to be like, this is education and this is home life and try yeah. to make it something that it really can't be. Which is be. crazy making. It is crazy Been making. there, done it. It'll make you crazy and <laughs> yeah. make them crazy. Yeah. But I think the gift of, for me, of homeschooling so far in, I mean, my oldest is uh, eight, you know, <laughs> is that it is, it's what I what I want them to know. Yeah. So like at the end of the month, I'm like, I really want you guys to have done this. And it helps me. I'm super visual. So I do that, that a lot, um, uh, that I'm so glad, glad I made time for this. Yeah. I do that every month. Yeah. And it really informs our homeschooling. I saw this really funny meme about, um, homeschooling and it's like this uh clip from the office and it's like homeschooling moms and he's like what am I gonna do a little bit of this a little bit of that 
I'm going to do a something over here. I'm going to do a something over there. A little. And I'm not going to worry about calories. And I was just like, amen. <laughs> like, I was just like, that is. Not that I don't have a plan. I sure, do have a plan. Yeah, yeah. But. You hold it loosely. I because do. I have, have to. to right, or I right. will go nuts. Yeah. 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 That's so, great. So this month, what I'm so excited about as being a homeschooler is I'm excited about our garden. And I'm excited about the books we're reading. Mm-hmm. I might be more excited to find and that's out during the summer, right? Yeah, right. What happens to Stuart Little than the kids? Oh, and yeah. like what happens <laughs> next? You guys, we gotta dive back in. And I think you know, looking back, I mean, there's talk. I mean, it is priceless those memories, that experience. You know, yeah. just the literature and the history and the arts and crafts and the experiences. I mean, for us, it was over 20 years. I, gosh, to to be able to be a part of that with you guys um, is amazing. And it wasn't easy, and it was messy, and there were lots of holes and lots of failures. So much grace, and the relationship, all of that time, Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like availed us of a really, really special relationship, me with you guys, but then you with one another. Yeah. you know, being able, the connection with your siblings. So um, it definitely is so, so full of amazing potential. And we'll keep talking about about it, some of the yeah. nitty gritty, some of the challenges. Yeah, definitely a lot more to say on this topic. There's, yeah, broad, broad <laughs> strokes. Yeah. This, but we're, we're fans. We are homeschool fans for sure. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, and if you have been encouraged by this episode or any other episode, would you please share it with someone else that might also find it encouraging? You can also leave us a review and that helps more people find the podcast. And if you would like to get in touch or have ideas about future episodes or would like to ask a question, you can message us at your not that special podcast on Instagram. Yes, we love hearing from you. So thanks so much. See you next week. See you next week.